Also, it means the portal can open as wide and stay open as long as Loki wants. Uh, raise the missing mass. Ship top tails. Batman is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Welcome to the Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans talk about movies. In tonight's episode, we start discussing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting off with Phase 1. Join Justin, Hunter, Zach, and Chloe as we divulge into the first six films in the groundbreaking franchise. Watch out for spoilers for, well, the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Alright, welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Uh... This is episode 12, I believe, and we are going to try and rock your world tonight in the most efficient way possible. We are taking on quite the... No. We are taking on um, quite the task. Um, we, we, Mighty Four, are aiming to rank all 20 Marvel Studio films that we have. The MCU. If you haven't heard of it, it's a thing. It's a big deal. Um, it's soaking up a lot of money right now in movie theaters. And uh, it's a pretty big cultural moment that we want to be a part of. So we're going to try and rank all of these movies today. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Um, today on the podcast, uh, we have. <laughs> nice. I don't know if they can even hear it. I like it. Oh, of course. All right. they, of course All right. they this is while we're introducing each other. Ready? All right, I'm Hunter. I'm Jack. Um, I'm Chloe. This is Justin. Nice. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of one. Also known nice. as Ultron. I couldn't think of a, a name, like a superhero yeah. name. Okay, this oh, is. Oh, we were doing superhero. I, I don't know. I was trying to. Like, then I was going to go into the whole like Thor speech, but like I can't. Even. <laughs> I, also, yeah. I also feel like I jumped in too fast, and like Hunter was about. No, to No, it was more. good. No, okay. that was perfect. I like <laughs> speed fast. Actually, oh yeah, for the listening audience, if you didn't hear that, Justin was playing the Avengers theme on his computer by Alan Silvestri. So wow, um, yeah, you you knew the name. Oh, Good I freaking did. Alan Silvestri. Dude, I, I don't mess around with the Back to the Future uh, theme composer. Well, that's just a big, um, you know, that that so. song is a big fu to all the people who said. You know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't have any good themes to it. Yeah. It has incredible themes. So, yeah, well, someone made a video about it. They're like, it doesn't have good music. Dude. And it was like... Winter Soldier? Okay, and I was like, you know, they have, they have good themes. Uh, Captain America theme's good. This mm-hmm. this theme's good. I screw off. Yeah, Alan <laughs> Semester, he's the guy. Um, yeah, so let's jump right into our last movie on Earth to try and get this episode moving along. Um, so if you haven't heard of The Last Movie on Earth, it's a little game that we put together where we go around the table and describe the last movie that we've seen, and the rest of us have to try and guess it. Whoever guesses it gets a point, and if no one, no one guesses it, then the person who is listing the movie, uh, they get a point. So, Justin, do you have the standings ready for us by any chance? You know what, I do. So right now we're at, um, Natalie is at one point, Stella is at two points, Justin and Zach are both tied with seven points plus a star. Uh, <laughs> Each have a star. Seven and a star. <laughs> Chloe has eight points, and Goble has 11 points, and I gave him a smiley face. <laughs> okay. Nice. I'm going to make that smiley face Chloe's count. still beating us? She hasn't been, like, at every yeah. week. Um, <laughs> I missed a week, and I'm still kicking your butts. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you got to practice for this, you know? 
takes a whole life of training to get this good. Um, who would like to start? Who's ready with their last movie? Zach looks like he's ready. He's going first. Okay, I can see uh, it in his eyes. So, I know this is a movie that we've all seen, so I didn't go with trying to hide it. I just went with a funny one that I found. Okay. okay. So This isn't the last movie that you watched, though? No, it is. But, okay. like, the description was way too obvious. Oh, so you went with I a funny description. A yeah, okay. so I just found a funny one. Uh, a billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up the mentally ill. Oh, is that super? Wait, what am no. I thinking? Wait, what Batman? is that? That's Batman Begins? I guess it was kind of a blanket one, but... No, no. Billionaire puts on a costume and beats up the mentally ill. Yeah, I guess you guys both guessed, so I guess it's up to Chloe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I couldn't remember. Was Rain Wilson a billionaire in that movie? <laughs> Spent a couple he's years. not a billionaire. I think he's just a normal dude in that. Beating up the mentally ill? Yeah, it'd probably be super-ish, but... Do you want to know the year? It wouldn't help, but yeah. <laughs> 2008. Okay. Is it Iron Man? Oh my gosh, can I guess again? Just not get any points? Yeah. It's the Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that too! I was close. Dang it. No, yeah, you were close. What's less than a smiley face I can earn? I'm just kidding. I lost. Straight up, straight up I lost. I get two sad. points for that. Sad. 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 two points. Sad. You don't deserve that. I really don't. I was going to say The mentally ill part throws it off a lot. <laughs> Yeah, what would you, who, who would say the mentally ill? Who's There's only this? one mentally ill person who beats that up. I found because I was looking for just like. Grew up, the Joker's uh, relatable, and here's my 10 minute video you. about why the Joker's relatable. <laughs> I, I googled vague like movie mm-hmm. <laughs> movie descriptions, and that vague. was like a tweet All that right. I found. We'll give it to you. You're behind. You can have the points. <laughs> We're taking away your star. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot revoke my star. Only Justin has that power. That's true. Leave it up to Justin. He's also in the Star Council. Your fate is in his hands. I have mine up, so I'm just going to say it. <laughs> All right, go, Justin. Against his father's wishes, a powerful but arrogant warrior god recklessly reignites an ancient war. He is cast down to earth and forced to live among humans as punishment. Thor? Y- yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't I was going to say Wonder Woman. I, didn't know I wasn't even listening for the first more. half. <laughs> the second half, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah. I was I, thinking Wonder Woman because, like, Aries. Yeah, same. You know, there's, there's that. You know, oh, and there's, there's Hercules and Superman. They're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same movie. But... Yeah, Rambo, same thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Rambo, the story of a man thrown from space to you know, as punishment and mm-hmm. gets beaten up by the local cops. Yeah. You know, Space Jam. We've all been there. We've all been Actually, there. Close. We're all shaking it's, our it's heads kind of, yes you know around the table right now. Wait a minute, you're right. Like Space Jam is kind of a reverse Thor. Like they take they yeah. take our god. Like <laughs> uh, slurp him right out of the world. You know, I haven't seen Thor since the movie came out. Really? Yeah. Okay. I've always had the movie. That's how I first saw it. Mm-hmm. I still thought it was kind of boring. How do you like his dad eyebrows? You know, let's not get into it. Was, <laughs> uh, not sorry, it's just really hard we'll not talk to talk about, about it soon, yeah. but basically. Yeah. Um, Alright, here we go. Um, <clears throat> I didn't look at this beforehand. Okay, I'm, when his father f- falls ill, a stuntman devises his most outrageous stunt yet to raise money. Hot Rod, wait, yeah, yep. what the heck? Wait, I get that. <laughs> Oh my God. Good job, Zach. Well, Zach, you're like up to 10 points. Yeah, you are up to 10 Holy points. Holy cow, man, you're catching up. I'm going to work out my game. I retract my statement about kicking your butt. 
<laughs> Why couldn't I think of that faster? <laughs> I, I was surprised you guys took that long. I, was, I, I can't think of a single other movie with st- a stuntman in it. So I was trying to think of a superhero movie just because of the theme. I thought you might have like found oh. some weird like stuntman superhero movie. I don't know. All great men have mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but real men actually grow them. You know I have a hormone disorder. Randy's hammer. Okay. Cool, that whole so, movie. mine is five highly competitive friends hit the ground running. And they know, yep. Oh, well, nice. that sounds like a bunch of ridiculous garbage. <laughs> well, in my defense, I'm in college up. and don't have time mm-hmm. to watch movies. <laughs> yeah, that was a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that. Wasn't that good, in my opinion. Excuse me? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I fell asleep. I thought it was alright. <laughs> you both fell asleep. I fell asleep for I'm a solid five minutes. I'm the only one. I'm See, the only I w- one who stayed awake through that whole movie. When, I, when we were watching that movie, I fell asleep and then I'd like wake up and then I'd look over and Hunter's eyes were closed. So I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> You're okay as long <laughs> as, as I'm like, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But. I love the actors. It wasn't a great movie. I like most of them. I mean, I like them, yeah, separately. Most of them not even on TV. I like them, but. I think the other, I mean, I thought Tag was alright, but the other film released this year about grown adults playing childish games was a little better. Game Night. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen that. <laughs> Didn't see it. It was, it was a little better. I know it was a thing until you had already seen it and talked about it on yeah. Twitter, I think. Yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. I, I, that's like one of the only better comedies out this year. Mm-hmm. I thought Tag, you know, just because, I don't know, maybe it was the fact that every other comedy I saw this year sucked. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing Tag was like a breath of, oh, you know... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of consider I consider Deadpool a comedy. Yeah, that's like probably the funniest one I saw so far. I consider Teen Titans Go to the movies a comedy, and that's, that's like I thought that's the funniest movie this year. Oh my gosh, more than Deadpool too. Yeah, you know, seriously, you might even think so if you watch it. Like honestly, Maybe. that movie's almost more meta than like Deadpool too. Like it's like Lego Movie funny, right? Well, yeah, but, like, it's even funnier than that. Like, I don't know, like, the jokes are better. Like, I don't know. Whoever wrote that's just, they're really yeah. intuitive. Uh, we got the standings now of, uh, you know, Lindsay's on here, too, but she just got zero points. But, um, <laughs> you know, Natalie and Stella's still down there. Mm-hmm. One and two points. Uh, Zach's got 11 points now. In, uh, in the start. Yeah, because uh, Chloe's at eight points. Justin's at seven and uh, Hunter, you got 12 points. So Zach's only one point. Wait, how did I earn a point? You got, you got a hot, uh, not hot rod, the other one. Um, Who's did I guess? Yours. Yeah, Thor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, you, you right. did guess. Uh, I'm just I mean, giving you, you points. I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Never question your points. I'm just I, giving I, you I, points I just now. didn't remember. I thought I was just, just I lost habit. it. Like, just a point for smiling. Yeah. <laughs> it's a smiley face. Cool. Well, yep, that was our game of Last Movie on Earth. Um... Let's uh, dive into ranking all 20 films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh, it's so tough. Oh, boy. It's 2018 right now, in case you, you, the listener, didn't know if this is way in the future. <laughs> and the most recent film to come out was Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was the 20th film released by Marvel Studios. If I'm thinking of it correctly, there's two left in Phase 3 to come out, uh, Captain Marvel and then Avengers Infinity yep. War 2 or whatever. It's currently unnamed. We're in a cultural moment right now where 
everyone is anticipating a movie with no name. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm really hoping that they just don't name it. <laughs> no, I mean until the until cool. they release it. Until they yeah, release it, I'd be down with it. Have like a date mm-hmm. for the movie. Just That'd be it the Avengers. coolest thing ever. Just have so. like Avengers and then like a blurry mm-hmm. blurry name under it. Well, maybe not. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it's just an emoji. <laughs> it's, just an emoji. <laughs> it's a big eggplant. Yeah, just the fist emoji. That's all. It's the name of the Avengers movie. Four. Rocket gets mother effing revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the whole movie is just him going psycho and everyone's thrown off. Yeah. Like they don't say the day. Rocket, yeah. Rocket yeah. comes back. MCU. And it's yeah. just like wow, it's just Rocket Avengers going crazy on everyone. Four. <laughs> Gamora goes to hell. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Avengers Four. Jeremy Renner is in this one. Yeah. Avengers <laughs> Four. Corgan Meeks. Uh, extraordinary Adventure. Yeah. Midia's Halloween. Avengers Four. Jai Courtney. Oh no, 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 no! That's when that's when that all blows over. That's just when it goes too far. Well. Anyway. Let's. Uh, so our plan right now, we all have a list of um, the Marvel movies ranked. Um, personally, I think, I mean, all of us probably have a letterboxed, uh, list that we're going off of, I assume. That's one I've always used. Um, if you don't know what letterbox is, we all suggest you get it. It's super user-friendly version of IMDb to, you know, find and organize all of your movies. And it's very social media friendly. Um, so, the very first movie ever to be released by Marvel Studios... Um, it's a little movie called. Yeah, I hope you can hear it. It's some ACDC. Um, this is the, this is the open. This is the opening scene of the movie. Is it? Okay. I, I I like playing it because it's like you watch it and you're like, wow, this is actually where it began. Like that's yeah. just weird. That's yes. a weird like. I had so the Iron Man two soundtrack, which is only ACDC it songs. Is, right? I have that too. Yeah. 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 It's like five it. bucks at Walmart. Shut yeah. the it's cheaper than an ACDC uh, Greatest Hits album, so yeah. you just bought the Iron Man 2 but soundtrack. Really but yeah. it really was just a Greatest Hits yeah. You know what Avengers 4 needs? Real quick, ACDC back. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Now we could use some ACDC. I'm sure, back. especially yeah. if like something crazy, like everyone dies for real, you like... I would hope. They have to play some ACDC at some point of like Tony Stark, you know. Oh my God, they're gonna, they're, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna play like a soft piano, like sad mm-hmm. version of ACDC. Uh, I could picture going. him like, just like gonna sacrifice himself and like turn himself into a missile and like fire himself at Thanos. But in the last like three seconds, he starts like down, down, down. And then he just hits Thanos and goes right through him. Back in black. I say the same. Don't you know it's good to be back? That I feel so. I can't even know that. They're going to do it. Put all your head. All right. Iron Man. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> the, 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 the movie, the superhero movie from 2008 that changed everything. And the name of it is The Dark Knight. Now, <laughs> funnily enough, which came out two months later, but let's talk about Iron Man. Um, did, did anybody see Iron Man in theaters? I did. Opening mm-hmm. night. You are amazing, really. My dad so, took me to it. And he, afterwards, he what, took me to Walmart, bought me an action figure. <laughs> It was, it was like my coolest movie experience today, yeah, probably. Like, it was so fun. Little Pretty impressive. Little 10-year-old Zach was going to the movie, and mm-hmm. I was so excited, like, Fireman. Stayed through all of the credits just because of the music. Yeah, and I the would. cool visuals for the end credits as well. I think I don't think I saw it until I was, Evan bought it, and I watched it at Evan's house. 
I don't know what year it was. It was we we're still in middle school. It's probably 2008 because they, they always bought the movies like they have. Seriously, they did. No, they, they always did. Like, I just remember that because every time one of them came out, they would always have it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't see Iron Man until, um, I don't know, around Christmas because that's when I got it randomly. I, uh, you know, love the superhero films, but, you know, as someone who lived up in the swamp, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really have internet access, so I didn't really know about these movies other than they were coming out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how big they were going to be, or mm-hmm. just, I didn't realize that they were way bigger than what Spider-Man was going to be, because mm-hmm. the only movie series I was ever into was Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, like, X-Men. So seeing yeah. Iron Man, I wasn't too excited to see it, but after seeing it, I was like, wow, this is great. Mm-hmm. Something about it, like, oh, especially after finding out, oh, the guy who directed Elf directed this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's something <laughs> I didn't figure out till way later yeah, in life, like, you know, never would have made that connection. I, really... I just figured that out. Like, right, right now? now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know other movies that he's directed? No. Cowboys and Aliens. I've never seen that. What? The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book and Will Be the Lion King. He plays Happy yeah. Hogan? Mm-hmm. He's in, in Iron Man movies, he is oh, happy. Yeah. He's in Couples Retreat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in uh, Four Christmases. He's in an episode he's... of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Basically playing the same character he is in Four, four Christmases. Um, yeah, he plays John the freaking Favreau, the man. beaver in Open Season. And he's really? Also, he's also yeah. doing oh my that, gosh! He's also man. doing that Star Wars live action series. Yeah, supposedly. I guess if it ever becomes a thing. Hmm. John Favreau, man. He's the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. And then Robert Downey Jr. Kind yeah, of like the revival of his career. You know, and that's something that I think people f- like forget. Mm-hmm. Well, because you know this movie wasn't the only one that came out of his in 2008. He also had Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. which critically everyone more talked about that movie mm-hmm. because. He got like nominated for an Academy Award for that movie, like, yeah. literally. So, well, yeah. Iron Man wasn't the big like it was though. Also, like the other big mm-hmm. talked about movie, but then Tropic Thunder came out in the summer, and everyone like was talking more about that. But like, it's crazy to think that there was a time where you know Robert Downey Jr. was not a household name. Mm-hmm. Well, anymore. Yeah, I think that. as an eight in the eighties he was, you know, and then like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is like the only real in between movie I can think of. Where I think of him being in it. But. He tried coming back with that, and it just it didn't mm-hmm. work out. But critically, well, commercially anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, what I really like about Iron Man is the fact that um, it's it's kind of like Batman, where it just feels like it's possible, like mm-hmm. it's tangible. Like yeah, like a lot of the themes in that movie are very um, related to what the current events were at the time, mm-hmm. yeah. especially war on terror and. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I mean, what I really, you know, something you're going to find throughout the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, though, is that they don't really use real terrorists. Like, they use a fake group. Mm -hmm. Well, those are actual, like, groups in the comics and stuff. Yeah. But not actual terrorists. No. saying, Al-Qaeda did this, you know. Someone someone pointed this out once um, in a, like, video essay, and I can't remember what it was, but they basically were saying, like, DC really likes to relate to real events and like real people and real like groups whereas mcu kind of makes up stuff so they also make up their own version of nazis while they're also making up their own version of terrorists i guess to i don't know like if you start relating to like real groups it starts becoming like 
more sad than it is cool because you're like, well, that, that doesn't really happen. But when it's not a real group, you can at least be like, wow, that's like, you know, that's like cool. Like we could almost be there mm-hmm. instead of, I don't know, trying to be like a documentary, if yeah. that makes any sense. But like, it was cool because uh, Tony Stark's cool. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, has billions of dollars mm-hmm. and he's also smart, which I like. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's like Batman. Mm-hmm. But he also is kind of... Um, he's funny. He's suave yeah, he's and, like, mm-hmm. he knows it, you know? Yeah. He's he's not, like, a sociopath like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he <laughs> just actually is, like, a jerk, but mm-hmm. cool, and you're okay yeah. with it. And he you doesn't know? care. Yeah. The movie, just, to me, has, like, the biggest twist in superhero movies at the time, whereas he just says who he is. He's like, I'm not going to hide this. Oh, which, at the end? Yeah, which yeah. became almost unique for the whole MCU. They're like, mm-hmm. no, we, we don't. Yeah, I'm Iron Man, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, if people knew the comic before and they knew that he was open about it, you know, but, like, at the time, there we didn't have any... Maybe the Fantastic Four, they didn't have secret identities, Not but really, no. every other comic had secret identities, like, like, Spider-Man, like, I didn't... Iron Man was the first, like, my first realization that, holy crap, there's superheroes out there that, like, people know who their real identity is, mm-hmm. and or that I processed it that way. And then... After that, like, there's only a few that people don't know. Like, in the MCU now, is pretty much nobody other than Peter Parker who has a secret identity. And I think it's just because, I, I mostly say that, because movies at the time were really holding on to that idea of, like, secret identities. I think because it was just an easy mm-hmm. trick to writing the screenplay. Like, oh, you know, they're having conflicts about their secret identity getting out there. I guess X-Men kind of didn't have that, but that whole series was about something else anyway Mm -hmm. like every other superhero movie that like hulk and daredevil and Mm spider-man it seemed like (sighs) electra (laughs) seemed like every single one of them all had like the same oh you know i gotta hide your identity um, Mm -hmm. storyline which became very boring it was really fresh to watch iron man then Mm -hmm. and see with that ending no he's just gonna tell everyone who he is like that really opened up the idea of like oh you know we don't have to do this Mm-hmm. stupid we could do different things now with this rather than the same thing over and over again yeah yeah that movie it it was different like anyone who watched it could tell it's not fantastic four it's not <laughs> x-men it's not Spider-Man. spider-man like it's it was a new era for superhero movies Control mm-hmm. touchstone um do you like the villain in the movie yeah yeah i, I love, love it but i stand he is mm-hmm Tony Stark built one of these in the cave! Yeah. Scraps. With a box of scraps! Jeff Bridges, man. <laughs> He's, like, terrifying, actually, mm-hmm. when he gets like that at the end. Um, and that's, like, one of the only true, like, you know, superhero movie they just want to make the, the same kind of villain as, like, the villain that they fight in the end, you know, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I truly enjoy. Well, it's kind like, of the first one, like, yeah, kinda. Yeah, I guess. Pretty much, yeah, it was the first one. I mean, one. unless you count, like, Spider-Man 3 with Venom? Not really, I guess. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like, actually, that, you know, movie, it almost became a cliche in the last mm-hmm. couple of years, but, like, oh, yeah. originally it wasn't. Like, they used mm-hmm. to actually... No. Well, because the only movie series really was, like, Spider-Man and yeah. Daredevil, which, mm-hmm. I mean, they always had better villains. Mm-hmm. All the other ones, like, I, I don't know, maybe they are better villains, but what they were doing at the time, especially, like, a lot of the origin stories, they haven't really done the best. But as far as Iron Man goes, you're right. I think they have mm-hmm. the better one there, where they just have... I think it's just because of Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. which, I mean, he's just he's just good, and his mm-hmm. scheme makes sense, and it's, like, believable, and, you know, if you're, you know, anything about business and the kind of 
uh, sneaky things they pull, it's like, oh, this makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I mean, towards the end, it gets a little, like, you kind of wonder how it doesn't get caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, it's a comic book movie. I mean, what mm-hmm. are you going to do? I, uh... It's just, it's just a unique movie, still, if you watch mm-hmm. it, especially dialogue-wise. It's not cheesy, which mm-hmm. is, like, hard to pull off back then. Mm-hmm. A lot of the movies kind of had to embrace the cheesiness, mm-hmm. or, or they're, you know, Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> just... Well, they had to reinvent, <laughs> they had to reinvent the idea of a superhero movie because of it, like, like, no one really knew Iron Man. It wasn't a household mm-hmm. name until, you know, like... I didn't know anyone who knew of Iron Man until it came out, and then all of a sudden, it was everyone's favorite superhero, because they could only choose between, like, the few superhero movies we had back then, I knew you know? about him. I had, like, an old, like, action figure of him that, like, came with a comic book, and he, like, looked mm-hmm. like a comic book, like, action figure, and I've seen, like, a couple of the 90s cartoon episodes, so mm-hmm. I knew of him, but I didn't really know that much. Yeah, it wasn't the level of Sp- Spider-Man. <clears throat> no. You know, yeah. even even if there wasn't movies, most people knew Spider-Man or yeah. X-Men by then, because those comics were thriving, or mm-hmm. let alone Batman and Superman, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they totally kind of ripped the <laughs> superhero franchise, like, superhero genre a new one, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'm really glad they did. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this is my third favorite MCU movie. This is, uh, yeah, close. Fourth favorite in the franchise. This is my number one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number one. I like it. Number one. Yeah, it's a toss up between number one and number two. I can't. Well, you gotta pick You've been memorized for that? Or are you. I just like. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> but if I had to pick absolutely, it'd probably You do have to pick one. absolutely. Okay. okay. Number one? That's a good choice. No one will blame you for that. <laughs> So a lot of people still say that yeah it's like I read lists all the time and they still say it's like the best one. Maybe that's because a lot of the plot doesn't hinge on having to see other movies. Which yeah. Even even this series is really good at not doing that, but even saying that mm-hmm. I mean, this one there's like you can watch it and you can end it and that's it holds up so yeah, it, well. It does. Mm-hmm. I mean like the cell phone is like really old or whatever, but yeah. Like, yeah, but still kind of like, neat because like then that, it come up and like turn sideways. Yeah, like it's a even, weird flip it's Tony Stark. It's still like high tech. Yeah, you're like, like really all right, cool. yeah, it's cool. Because it's, 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 it's probably just, not exactly a phone. It's probably like a GPS, something else. Yeah. You know, it's it probably has his real phone those, somewhere else. It's still one of those movies that I'll just choose to go back to, mm-hmm. like compared to like a Phase Three mm-hmm. movie. I'll well, because in Avengers, he pulls out Steve Rogers' flip phone. Yeah, and he like, like mutters under his breath that how stupid it is that he has a flip phone. Yeah. But, but I, I, I also want to, like, touch on, like, the little Easter eggs in Iron Man. Like, Rhodey's ringtone is the original, like, Iron mm-hmm. Man cartoon theme. Mm-hmm. And, like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they started throwing Easter eggs in early on. Yeah. I, I never... Oh, they don't have Cap Shield until the second one. But they do have it the Witch's Soldier Serum reference. I know. It is yeah. in Iron Man. No. It is hidden. Is it hanging on the wall or something? Yeah, it's, it's in there for a second. Yeah. Which a lot of that stuff they were like they were just throwing stuff in, and then mm-hmm. they didn't really find a way to explain that later. They were like, mm-hmm. "Crap, why did we have that there?" But like you know, they were just having <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, whatever. Um, but like uh, you know, the end credits, which I mean, completely changed the whole uh, universe of movies forever because now mm-hmm. everybody does the end credit scenes all mm-hmm. the time. And that was, I mean, end credit scenes existed before, but not mm-hmm. to this. Degree. You'd be surprised how many movies actually have end credits. 
Yeah, it's a surprising but, one of movies out there. But this was like the first one that was like, you know what? No, like we we're gonna throw an end credit scene and yeah. it's gonna lead up to like something else. Yeah. And to actually cast Samuel L. Jackson ahead of time, which is like mm-hmm. that was like something I never yeah. really saw before. I was like, wow, Samuel L. Jackson, a huge movie actor, is at the end of this movie mm-hmm. for a couple seconds with just the hope that it will lead somewhere later. Yeah. Just I mean, imagine for a second Iron Man failed the box office mm-hmm. and now it's just the only movie that was ever made incredible hulk still gets made but you know it's gonna flop no matter what mm-hmm. like iron man is it nothing else it'd be a it. cult classic film no, it yeah. would be to yeah. be 10 years old by now like people mm-hmm. there'd be so many iron man shirts around yeah. i think oh by <laughs> now stuff. yeah definitely yeah. like it would be that talked about film what blows my <laughs> mind i think almost more than that is that they cast paul bettany as the Jarvis. voice yeah but then like He's the perfect person to play Vision later on. Yeah. And I'm like, how in the the heck? Like, this is like such great odds, I think. <laughs> they could have casted anyone. And they could have, you know, obviously had someone with a different voice, but it sounds similar, you know, to, yeah. to have the play Vision. But no, that's actually Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Like, in every voice and every... And then it's him as Vision. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. That's like one of my... Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got stoked about it, but... <laughs> cool. That's well, we should move on. Um... Next, we have two months later. Um, one month later, even. One month later? It says on here, which I'm beginning to realize now maybe that's what kind of hurt it. <laughs> but oh, yeah. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Um, Ed Norton. Yeah, well, I, I, I like Edward Norton. I do, too. I don't know if I really like him in this movie, but, like, you I know, don't. He's, he's, yeah. Like, let's, I haven't seen this he's one not, in a while. He's not good, <laughs> but he's not terrible. I mean, he's no Mark Ruffalo. But. It's for me. It's the story. It just I hate the yeah. story so much. It's just a pile of crap. <laughs> the only thing I kind of appreciate about it is that the whole, the problem from the beginning was the fact that they had a Hulk movie in two thousand three. I'm sure you all know about. Which oh yeah, was, it starts wasn't good. <laughs> I loved was, it. I still love it. You know, well, and I mean, people you actually like them. I love Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. People do like the art side of that film mm-hmm. because it is such a unique take mm-hmm. on like a super like you if you watch that you've still never seen any uh, like a comic book movie quite done that way mm-hmm. so i can see why people like it but what i'm saying is like in general people just didn't take to it too much yeah not in general and uh so what happened was when they were planning iron man from what i believe is that universal still had the rights to the hulk mm-hmm. and they wanted to make another movie to keep you mm-hmm. know the rights otherwise they lose them you gotta mm-hmm. make a movie every couple of years mm-hmm. and you know Marvel Studios talked to them said hey make it and mm-hmm. you know be part of our universe and you'll just be the one random off movie and they're like oh cool so we'll just make a series of Incredible Hulk films you know based on the success of this one which it wasn't it wasn't from what I remember I think it only made a couple hundred 200 million worldwide on a 150 million dollar budget mm. the movie has good effects. It's better effects than the last movie, and what I like about it is it doesn't go over the origin story again, mm-hmm. like the 2003 yeah. film did. It actually just kind of threw it in the credits, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And the cast is not bad. Edward Norton, I think, is good. I think uh, Liv Tyler, this is the one with Liv Tyler, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm going to mix yeah. them all up, but he's good. Um, William Hurt, I think uh, was awesome as Thunderbolt Ross, which mm-hmm. he still he, is. He came back even, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. That you know, most of this cast never showed up ever again. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Liv Tyler to come back as Betty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like to. Uh, I, I, I wonder. I wonder if they I don't think so. That. No, I don't like her. Could you imagine the love triangle? Though? She's too tall. <laughs> too tall. <laughs> and she's too elfish for, you know. And so. <laughs> I mean, they, this movie I, I forget has Ty Burrell in it for Modern Family, which is yeah, awesome. it was her like boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I sit here saying so many good things about it, yet it just is the most boring movie on the planet. It's weird. The first half is like a different type of fun than the second. It's like weirdly Jason Bourne in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I like it. Which isn't bad. It's like kind of winter soldiery. The beginning gives it more redemption, I think. Kind of, and then it just drops off. It it feels like it's two different movies for me. They're like two different genres altogether. I love Tim Roth in it, but. I, yeah, man, the story is just so uninteresting. And I like Edward Norton, but he was just bland in it for me. And um, the fight at the end was kind of neat, you know? At one point, Hulk takes off one of his spines and stabs him, and it's pretty neat. His own spine? I think it's Abomination. <laughs> or Hulk breaks off one of Abomination's spines and stabs Abomination with it. Uh, so begins the, uh, the legacy of heroes fighting just... Exactly. versions of themselves yeah. Yeah. well well you know but this one at least this was something from the comics that was very well known it also was something that was not in the 2003 film mm-hmm. and from what i remember it wasn't in the tv show i i, I i've I never bet, seen it i bet it was never i saw the no. tv show but i don't remember any villains in it but i don't know if they're really villains. lou fregno was actually in it i don't think I mean, it really it was it was just kind of him going from town to town like doing hulk stuff Incredible! Oh, and the TV show. show? Yeah, I don't think they had much budget to there do more. Like, it wasn't like Batman, mm-hmm. where like there was a villain of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of wonder how many people who saw this Incredible Hulk movie, which not many people did, I saw it in theaters too. You did. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad. You know, when it came out, I just thought it was. I, for some reason, I realized it was a, you know, a new movie, not this sequel. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure a lot of people probably thought it was a sequel because I did. I thought it was. I didn't know. Well, MCU wasn't really a thing yet. Yeah, well, and no, I knew, and I've seen the 2003 film, so I was like, well, because there's really there's cool. two problems. There's like the fact that they don't tell the origin story again, which is a positive, mm-hmm. but it does make it seem like, oh, is the credits recapping what happened in the last movie? So there's that problem. But also, did anybody realize it was part of the MCU until the very end? No, <laughs> I I heard it was like an eleventh hour thing, like making it part of the MCU, but then I also. I remember watching it and thinking, I'm like, wow, they did a horrible job tying this to Ang Lee. Like, it's doesn't... Yeah. It's not only that, that, like, not Eric Bana, but the whole Gamma accident is way wrong. Yeah. There's, like, a weird glowing green crosshair on his face for part of the, the beginning credits, whatever. But eventually, like, I remember watching it and just thinking, like, I don't know, this is, like... It felt, like, very Fantastic Four. Like, nothing spectacular. And I had no idea... I had no idea of a Marvel Universe yet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until, I think, the end of Iron Man 2 when word started getting around that this was going to be a thing. Yeah. And that's when I remember, like, I was probably still flooded by then when um, people were getting excited for it. They're like, oh, yeah, they're going to do a Captain America movie eventually. They're going to do a, you mm-hmm. know, Thor movie. and But... Like, a lot of that stuff I knew about simply from the fact that I would look it up online, so I realized, mm-hmm. oh, this all is connected. But general audiences, it's like, the only connection is the very end of the movie, which is pretty much the best part of the movie, because it's like, whoa, we have never seen that before, where 
we have a character from a different movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and even at that time, pretty much a different company, because Iron Man was distributed by Paramount, this was Universal, mm-hmm. and here he is crossing over, and you're like, he's talking to this other guy about doing the Avengers, and you're like, what is going on mm-hmm. here? Like, I don't think anybody, Robert Downey Jr.'s role in that movie was probably not um, promoted, it probably was meant to be secret, mm-hmm. until you saw the movie, and I'm sure people... That's probably the best part anybody got out of it was, wow, they're actually yeah. going to try to do this. Now, the weird thing is, you didn't get another movie until two years later, which is still the longest gap mm-hmm. there's ever been between an MCU movie. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, you know. I think for Star Wars, I was surprised that we had Rogue One roll out a year after Episode Seven. And I think the only difference is the fact that they knew Star Wars was going to be successful. There's no way they it mm-hmm. wasn't. But with Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, they couldn't be like, mm-hmm. and we're going to do like a, a Thor in 2009 mm-hmm. because, you know, they needed to at least get some mm-hmm. capital from the first movie and to make sure, you know, let's mm-hmm. make sure this is successful first before we start going crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Man of Steel and then BBS, you know, that was a decent gap too. Which I think that was more the fact that they had no universe plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. So it makes sense that it would take so long. Mm-hmm. It's just also weird because then it came back two years later. Yeah. And then you get like almost reminded, which Iron Man 2 pretty much serves as the big reminder. The whole movie is basically about let's insert mm-hmm. all these other characters and let's kind of build up mm-hmm. what the Avengers will be about, which is almost a problem with the movie, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's go. What, what's that for you guys? Um, for me, it is at number 19. Oh. Uh, yeah, I have it down at number 18. Um, 19 as well. Same. 19? 19. 19, 19, 18. It's just... Same as accurate. <laughs> so, it's such a bland movie. Yeah, like. yeah I never... I, I rewatch all the Marvel movies each year, and I think that's the one I pretty much never rewatch. But the, the Brazil stuff saved it from being last, I think, because I actually enjoy mm-hmm. those parts. There's parts of it that are okay. But let's uh, let's move on to yeah. Iron Man Two, directed by John Favreau again, released in May of twenty ten, and this was the critically acclaimed sequel that everybody loved and no one had a problem with. Everyone loved it. Remember, remember Whiplash. Remember he was <laughs> him he, and his bird. <laughs> remember Mickey Rourke was in the wrestler, and they said, "Dude, he's gonna be an Iron Man too, and he's gonna be he is going to define what a villain is." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me one thing you remember about Whiplash. Oh, you said the bird. bird. Yeah, the bird. I forgot. I remember quite a lot about because I, I actually too. really like Iron Man too. I like Iron Man too. <laughs> it ranks low, but yeah. I actually yeah. really like it. I watch it every year. There was there was there was like I like the War Machine stuff. That's yeah, really fun. I like when they fight, and I like that he's... I like his dynamic with Rhodey, really. I like how it's kind of a movie of... I mean, that this isn't explicitly what happens, but there seems to be a context of a man who, like, falls back from, like, sobriety or something. That seems like yeah. what the movie's about, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, it's a fall from, you know, it's not quite super Spider-Man 2, you know, it's not... I, I, I It's closer to probably Spider-Man 3, I guess. Where he's like a hot shot and then he yeah. loses control. But, uh. Yeah, but no dance montage, so it's not as yeah. good as Spider Man. There's a dance <laughs> montage. There's a party where he dances. Oh, yeah! And with the <laughs> blasting watermelons. You know, what's yeah. with, like, Terrence Howard, though? He looks a lot different in this movie, which has always kind of bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, by the way, do you like Don Cheadle more than Terrence Howard? I don't, oh, yeah, I know the answer by far. But... <laughs> um, I just don't feel like I can trust Terrence Howard because he was in. I think he was the bad guy in Big Mama's House. And, and then I watched <laughs> Iron Man. And then I watched Iron Man after. And so the whole time I'm like, he's gonna be the bad guy. I just know it. And then he never was. And so I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> See, I I knew about War Machine because of the like, cartoon that I saw, mm-hmm. and he was like his best friend and he also had a suit and i was like oh mm-hmm. that so that mark two he's gonna be in that mm-hmm. and when I, I was singing this in iron man one so it's funny though that you know terrence howard looks at that suit he says next, next time, time and i'll not for you <laughs> yeah um, i like to pretend that they're completely different people <laughs> like when he calls them roadie like they're just completely different people both named roadie <laughs> he just hires them yeah they're both different so, Different departments, but they're both in the Air Force, but just completely different. Okay, also he just hires a roadie. Mark Ruffalo yeah. is just a different Bruce Banner, and that the real Bruce Banner is going to still show up at some point. <laughs> no, I just pretend Incredible Hulk just doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, um, I uh, this was one of those movies, along with uh, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Because well, you know when you're a kid, you, you kind of just like any movie mm-hmm. you watch, because you're like, hey, it's a movie, magic. But like this was like, one of the movies where I was like watching it and I was like why why does this feel weird to me mm-hmm. and it was like the first case of me watching something and not fully liking it mm-hmm. especially since I love you know the, the first one I figured you gotta love the second one mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't take it took me a couple watches to finally realize wow this is just a very it's just there's nothing really wrong with it it's just like a really weird clunky movie that a bunch of stuff that they do in this movie, especially with the main character, mm-hmm. is done better in Iron Man 3, and I know people don't like that one either, but mm-hmm. I think it's just done better. There's one thing I love about this movie, it's it's Sam Rockwell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer is yeah. so good. It is amazing. His, like, intera- the interaction he has with the bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, how about we take away the bird? <laughs> like, I mean, Whiplash is, like, the villain, but Justin Hammer is so good like being just the opposite of tony stark and like trying to be tony stark but failing he's just getting mad about it he's like (laughs) the antithesis of like antithesis of uh obadiah stane because you had him who's this businessman and he's calculating and Mm -hmm. he's like demented and then you have sam rockwell who yeah he's he does the same kind of you know illegal edgy stuff that you're not supposed to do Mm -hmm. But he's just some quirky weirdo. Like, yeah. He's such a weirdo. And I love that like we still hear about Hammer Tech today, like in today's Marvel. Yeah, so. it still looks mm-hmm. I, I still hope Justin Hammer just shows up someday. I yeah. Mean, have you have you seen the Hail to the King short? I probably have, but is he in it? Yeah. They throw him in it. Yeah. Oh, what? I did not know he came back. The oh. Hail to the King? Yeah, the short with the Mandarin. Sam Rockwell? Yeah, he's in he's in the prison. I did not know that. I they don't just remember. panel like so is it the real man- quick? Is yeah, he like yeah, he's like sitting at a table and he, he, I don't know if he's like a prison wife or if he has one, but it, hmm. it's, yeah. How interesting. Oh. Watch Thor Dark World, especially there. I watched that uh, on YouTube a couple months ago and I don't remember Sam Rockwell, but I remember liking it though, that little short. Yeah, I, I... This last watch, this last viewing this year, I didn't like it as much, but before it was pretty high up there on my list was Iron Man 2. I do really like Mickey Rourke as mm-hmm. Ivan Banco, and I like... I don't know. I, I think Tony Stark is still, like, quirky and and 
you know cocky yeah and I like he's still funny mm-hmm. but he's weirdly like less dynamic in this one than any of the other ones like for some reason the beginning of it like the Stark Expo idea is really cool mm-hmm. but it falls flat for some reason for me like it it seems like a really lame plot device and I, I wish it was like if they would take out the whole Stark Expo and just somehow did some other reason for Justin Hammer to create all these other like droids basically and like I think I would like it a lot more if Stark made them no if oh. if Justin Hammer still did he still made all of his own but just when without the setting of the expo oh I think that takes a lot out of it for me because it's such a weird for the third movie in the franchise it's weird it's a weird setting to have a whole movie based around but uh the only thing that I kind of like about it is that they bring it back in Captain America First Avenger mm-hmm. how it's like in the, the 40s and it's still like that's the beginning of it you know mm-hmm. but um yeah I don't know it's fun I, I love the you know this first time we get a decent amount of, of Nick Fury and we get you first truly introduced to Black Widow, yeah. and um, that's a good time. I don't mind the new element and stuff like they develops you know new element and all that. It's kind of neat. Um, you get a little bit more uh, Agent Coulson in this one, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I I do like it. it. Just it definitely ranks pretty low, but this is the only one I think I don't despise like this is like the most average mcu film to me yeah like the most middle of the road i think it's not bad at all for me it's down there but it's like because okay well we haven't gotten over ranking but this is 17 on my list but Mm -hmm. when i start from there those are like the beginning of like the ones i still like like and almost love because i Mm kind of just love them all Mm. I still, yeah, I got a good, I do have a big soft spot for Iron Man, mm-hmm. too. Like, there are so many good things about it. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the, you know, the good dialogue, again, just like in the first movie. And there's the stuff with, you know, like you said, the expo, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I can get why, you know, the whole idea of it maybe isn't, doesn't really, you know, have any weight to you. But, like, I like the fact that, it's a weird connection to his father and everything, mm-hmm. like that whole stuff in it. Yeah. You kind of learn more about that in there. And I also like that his father's basically Disney. If you watch that, like, footage <laughs> of him, mm-hmm. it's the exact same footage that they have for, like, when Disney was introducing Epcot. It's, like, the exact same thing. It's yeah. crazy. Which also, Disney owned Marvel at this point, so maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it. But uh, I also, like I said, Justin Hammer's awesome. I really like the... Uh, beginning of the movie where he has to like interact with those senators because like yeah we're doing new stuff now because Mm -hmm. everyone knows he's iron man now what would happen in the real world it's like well stuff like this like the government wouldn't want him to have all this stuff but they wouldn't have any control over it either Mm -hmm. so it's like really interesting and then yeah then that then roadie just goes and steals his own suit and then the government says it's there it's like it's just there's a lot of good stuff in it Mm -hmm. but it's just it's just still weird as like a sequel, especially as, like, a build-up to Avengers, because this movie does build up the Avengers, I think, the most of yep. all yep. the movies. And that, yeah, like I said, it might be almost a problem that they have to mm-hmm. set up so much stuff before we get to mm-hmm. 2012. But it's still... I, I kind of wonder what it'll be like in a couple years when we have way more MCU movies and people are going back mm-hmm. to this one. I, I'd be interested to see what people think of it, because 
it's definitely, I think, the only MCU movie to me that is the product of a table of, like, people saying, no, we need to have this in it, we need to have this in it, mm-hmm. before Marvel just got confidence and, no, we can do whatever we want and people mm-hmm. will see this crap. So, <laughs> but. Yeah. I think, for me, what I think that movie falls so flat, like, is the editing. I think up until after that, like, the race, like the Formula One race that they have, I think it's Formula One. Yeah, I think the race and, like, wherever, whatever. Yeah, like the Monte Carlo or something. After that first, like, uh, that race is pretty entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after, like, the editing takes, like, a sharp turn and is not nearly... Like, I think if it was edited differently, I think it would be a way better film. I yeah. think from that point on. That's what I noticed the last time, and I was like, man, this... This whole fight with Whiplash could be so cool. Like, he looks cool, Iron Man's cool, War Machine's cool, all the other droids are cool. But the editing, like, there's such weird wide shots that weren't meant to emphasize the actual battle or whatever, and I think the fight scene just fell flat because of it. And it was r- remarkably short. Yeah. I think it's funny that you say, like, right after there, because like, I'm, like, thinking of the movie in my head, I'm like, yeah, you're... That is true. Like, I've never thought about it until you mm-hmm. explained it that way, but, like, that is exactly what happens. Yeah. The movie just becomes weird after that. So like, flat. just So, like, out of, like, almost... Just a weird pacing mm-hmm. the whole way. It also bothers me. I'm, like, reading the description of the whole movie, but I forgot about this. The fact that that diorama ends up being the diagram for that element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, to me, I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Like, how, wait, so he's telling me, like, his yeah. father knew about this? Or was it happy mistake? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay with it because, like, <laughs> and we'll get to this in Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp, the whole concept of, like, I think, like, ah, oh, man. That's way less cheesy than Ant-Man and the Wasp to me. That whole concept is less cheesy than the quantum realm and how they organize it in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I get that. You know, or like in like Guardians Two, when like there's like he walks into like Ego's like mansion on this planet, and there's like already pre-made murals and like dioramas of like (laughs) his life story of him like sleeping with all these things, you know. And I'm like, he just had those, like, in his house? Or is he? did he make them just then? I think you can just make them on the spot. It's still weird, though, right? Am I just... Am I I mean, he's just a creepy guy. We'll get to it when we get to Guardians Volume 2, but... Um, where, where's this rank for you guys? Like I said, 17. About 16. It is 10th on mine. 10th. 10th. Wow. 18th for me. When we move on to... 10th um, is... That's impressive, though. I... It's, it's very high. It's higher than I would put it, but it's... Uh, it's based off of the Chloe scale. <laughs> the Chloe scale over here. <laughs> we'll move on to everybody's favorite MCU movie, Thor. I like Thor. One. I love Thor. <laughs> Thor is really? Great. Yeah. Can I, can, I, can I just say this? Mm-hmm. this you is, can say it, I promise. I, 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 you have my permission. I choose to be a feminist. I believe women and men are equal... But I'm gonna say this is the one thing I, 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 this is true. Every single woman on the planet loves Thor. Why? Why is it? And I get that he's attractive. It's not because it's Chris Hemsworth. But it's like, it's and really I not. is it because like of Tom Hiddleston? Is that why? No. <laughs> I always thought of him as the Marvel's Aquaman. I that's before I thought I guess, of like, kind of true, but like the Avengers, like 
compared to Justice League. He's, he's like a very Aquaman look to him. I don't get it though. Like every single woman ever in high school, this was the same way. Everyone just loved Thor. They would watch Thor all the time. It was Thor, and I just thought this is the most boring movie on the planet. Why? Why Thor? So what I have kind of two reasons. One because it was one of the very first Marvel movies I ever saw. I think Iron Man was first and Thor was second. So those two are like. Those two are my top two. Iron Man is first, Thor is my second. Um, and I also just like the like Norse mythology. I, I'm a total geek for mythology, so a Thor movie is super cool. So that's probably what it's not for me then, because I, I, I think... I've never been too much into mythology. <laughs> and like these kind of movies where it's like, yeah, it's mythology, it's wearing armor and grabbing your swords and... Stuff like that. Oh, I hate when people grab my sword. <laughs> <laughs> movie. Well, I like those movies. No, I, these kind of movies, I just have never been too... I don't know why, but like for years I didn't like Lord of the Rings. And I kind of throw that into the same genre. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is the same way. I've never gotten so into you just it. just don't mm-hmm. like fantasy? It, it might be that, but it's like... It's not even really... Because it's like, you know, Princess Bride and Never Ending Story and uh, mm-hmm. Labyrinth. I love those. It's specifically this genre where like people have the beards and the armor and they walk around and they're like, I'm going to have a long speech about this and then drink mm-hmm. my mead. It's like, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. It's not my favorite. And I, I, but I, I came to love Lord of the Rings so I gave Thor a watch today actually. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be the one. And it's better than what I remember but it's <laughs> still kind of just boring. I hate all the humans in it. <laughs> like, they, they're just really boring. Well, you know, and it's, it's Except funny. for maybe, like, the doctor. I forget his name. Because I... Something... Selwig? Professor... What's his face? Professor... I think it's, like, Professor Zellwig or something like that. Look it up. Renee Zellwig. <laughs> um, no, oh, yeah, it's Eric Selwig. Oh, Selwig. That was close. I guess, you know, because I'm saying I don't like those kind of movies, but actually the stuff in Thor, that stuff is the best part about it. Mm-hmm. I realize now that, oh, maybe, maybe I just got to come to like it because I never grew up with it as a kid. But the stuff on Earth, like you said, with the humans is so, like, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Uh, well, I don't mind Natalie Portman. Cat, Cat Dennings. Dennings is not funny. Really? Every single thing she says is I like not her. Funny. I like her. In I think she's funny. I, I like, like her, her sense of humor. Yeah. I like also, her in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I I'm not a she's big the same person. Portman fan. I don't know what Idris Elba's doing in this movie. He's, he's like one of the coolest people he's in the entire actor. MCU. He's a good actor, but he just sits there. He's like, he should be the MC- He should be an Avenger. Like, why do they have Hawkeye when you could have Heimdall, man? <laughs> he gets better later. Get Heimdall but, in yeah. there. I just Elba. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hated being in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> he apparently wanted to get killed off the whole time. Really? And he got successful I'm... at some point. <laughs> I I really like Thor. It's definitely. I think the slowest paced out of all of them. Even compared um, to Dark World? Yeah, yeah, compared to Dark World. I think Thor is the slowest paced. Um, but it's way more of like an emotional movie for me almost. Like I get really into like the actual philosophy of it, even though it seems pretty straightforward. As a kid, it was boring. But the more I watch it, the more I have come to respect it and enjoy it. And um, like it, it's a good looking movie. It is. Very, and, yeah. and it was, for me, like, I knew it was going to be the hardest sell for Marvel, because, like, I'm like, how are they going to, they already have, like, these realistic Iron Man movies, there's nothing mm-hmm. out of this world yet, you know? Incredible Hulk, we've seen it before, you know, like, there's a TV show, but this is, like, 
you know, this is like out there. How are they going to mix fantasy with space, with Earth, with Iron Man eventually? Like, that just didn't make sense. And I think they killed it. I think it was super good. And I really, I enjoyed Loki. I enjoyed the Frost Giants. I enjoyed uh, um, Hannibal Lecter as <laughs> Odin, you know? And, uh, and then, and I even liked how, like, for Thor, which is so far the biggest cosmic person in this new universe you'd expect for his big bad to be like a world ending being mm. and it's not it's like just the destroyer coming to like some pointless nowhere town in new mexico I and like, like i like though that it's not world like they don't have to have this world well, ending event to just to prove that thor is like I, I a just, good superhero like they 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 brown down to his human thing which is like your typical it's not that interesting of a story, but, like, the actual ending, like, isn't... I don't know. I really like it a lot. I think the one part I don't like is I don't like how he has all these weird medieval friends that are... Oh, the Warriors 3? <laughs> yeah, it's just so lame to me. I, I hate how... Like, and the same thing I hate the first Avengers. I hate the Howling Commandos, I think. <laughs> the idea of them having, like, this weird secret team to themselves is just lame. But I don't really like Thor until Ragnarok his character mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't know i wasn't a really big fan of thor to begin with all i knew like all my knowledge of thor before this mm-hmm. movie was adventures in babysitting <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> and i guess like the norse mythology but i didn't know anything about norse mythology until thor but that wasn't like the interesting part i just really liked the movie i think it was good i didn't really like yeah the earth stuff and the villain i mean i guess loki's kind of the villain and like the frost yeah. giants but like Loki's they're never on the part. same plane <laughs> like he's Loki's not really on earth very much yeah he doesn't he just sends the destroyer yeah. to earth but it's still like that's why I like it because it's not a straightforward movie you've had like the same movie three times with Iron Man Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 they're like yeah. the exact same thing and this it completely unraveled that formula mm-hmm. but still and managed to bring in a cosmic warrior into your normal like Iron Man down to earth. I just I thought it was very elegantly done, and I don't know how they could have done it better without. Like, we'll get to this in Thor Ragnarok. I think I love Thor Ragnarok, but in a huge way, it's a huge cop out for me. They just come. They totally, you know, um, Guardians of the Galaxy did you know and made it funny, which is good. I'm I'm I love that Thor Ragnarok exists, but I think it would have been they could have done the work to keep it serious and make it a great movie still, you know? Adding in the humor is like, it's a cop-out. Like I said, I'm glad it's there. But Thor, the first one, is like, for me, it's like a, the the true example that they did the work to make a serious movie without having to, to make him cheesy and still have, like, to, to connect the Norse mythology to Iron Man's mm-hmm. Earth, you know? Like, I, I think it's elegant how they did it. It's not the best movie. It still ranks fairly low for me, but um, I look forward to watching it every year. I uh, the only thing about what I think compared to Thor Ragnarok, especially with humor, is that Thor does have humor in it. It's just not good humor. It's mm-hmm. like I, I've seen well, some. No, some of that's good. Like that's funny, but mm-hmm. like others, a lot of it's just not funny to me, and mm-hmm. it, it comes across as like. 
theater kid's humor, which yeah. I mean, I was a theater kid. I know what that humor is. And mm-hmm. guess who also was a theater kid? Kenneth Branagh, who directed this film and also directed Shakespeare movies. Like, mm-hmm. I totally... And he's a good choice because he can make a visually interesting movie, and it's probably all thanks to him that, you know, we got the look of the other Thor films, especially Ragnarok, which, you know, the other director ended up amping up a ton. Mm-hmm. But it's still just, to me, a very... I don't know... I can't take it too seriously. I don't know why, but I mean, I, I agree. Like, that was the best they probably could do. Mm-hmm. And I totally now believe that Thor could be in the Avengers. But it's so... It's just a weird... I still think it's a weird movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's a little... It reminds me of Iron Man 2. It's a little unbalanced, but without... It's not like a superhero movie. It's not. And that's kind of, I think, maybe why I like it, is that it's in the universe, but it's not a superhero movie. It's it's a lot like what I, would, I expect the, the Black Widow movie to be like. I think it'll be very not not science fictiony, but the feel of it and the the pace to it, I think it'll be very much like that. If they do it good, I think it would be like that. I like Loki, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not as negative about see, it after watching it again. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see like a fourth Thor movie where it's like grounded, kind of like Thor, but with this new Thor like attitude. Like I just like I mean, the just new with character the director. of Thor. Like, with Taika Waititi directing well, a new Thor Taika, like that? It just has to be, like, Thor changed. Like, the character himself. Oh, you mean, like... like yeah. I mean, kind of. By the time you get to the first Avengers, he's kind of crossing that threshold. And then by Age of Ultron, he's, like, pretty much there already. Like, ready to be in Ragnarok. Well, it's weird, though, that, like, you say that, because, like, in Avengers and Avengers Infinity, uh, Age of Ultron, I thought he was kind of the worst part about it, he felt, like, even though I, I feel like he's seamlessly put into the film, he also feels like the biggest drag of the whole movie, like, wow, this guy's boring, here he comes with the most, you know, epic speech, and he's gonna pump everyone up, he knows how to do everything right, in Infinity War, he's my favorite character, like, yeah. and mm-hmm. I was like, I never thought that would happen, but here I am saying that, like, yeah, I thought he was better than, you know, my original, like, my favorite mm-hmm. characters of all were Iron Man and Captain America, and here mm-hmm. is... This guy. Yeah, no, he's better suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I was glad I rewatched Thor because it is better, from especially since I've only ever seen it once. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I still have no problem putting it at number 19, which mm-hmm. I don't know. I know, um, I know you guys liked it better. It's still not crazy high. It's 14 for me. It's 18 for me. Number two. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! That was your tier. Awesome. We are defending it like crazy, and it's been that you're number two this whole time. Yep. Do you have anything wow. else to say before we move on? It's number two. <laughs> in my family, we call that having a turd in your pocket, which sounds bad or gross, but for some reason, we use it as in like you have a secret that's like cooler than everyone else's secret. <laughs> I don't know why it's a turd, but. That's what you have right now, Chloe. I had a big old You've had a turd in your pocket this whole time. <laughs> I mean, she did say that it was a toss-up between those two before. Like, I did. I brought it up. That was the other one? Yeah. <laughs> two phase one movies for your first and second. Well, That's they impressive. were the first. I think they were the first two that I saw. Like, mm-hmm. Iron Man and then Thor. And, yeah. There was a good time. It's a good time. Do you have anything to add to it? Or just kind of... I didn't we hit notice it? his dyed eyebrows. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> but I'll look for it next time. He did, you know what, you, when you said that, 
that's what what it was about him. That was weird in the movie. Because I'm like, why does he look different? Like, that was like, it was such he, a distraction. Like the whole movie. You're right. He, it's Hawkeye. I didn't even realize Hawkeye was a thing until like my third viewing. Me neither. I just thought it was a guy with a bow. Well, yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, no, that's straight up Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it until way later either. But, cool. All right. That's the theme for Captain America, yep. right? The first Avenger. Does it come in? That's... Yeah, it comes in in the first Avenger. Yeah. I never noticed. Um, show, show the class. I've never noticed that. <laughs> what Those eyebrows. Those eyebrows. Oh, gross. Well, no, yeah. I mean, that, that's not today. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, it's It looked weird. Well, you know. He's older he's, now. He's blonde. He's got blonde <laughs> he eyebrows. Has, he has a little bit of death in his hair, you can tell. He's lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what have you done to my eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. That's that's my conspiracy theory. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't have many for the MCU, but that's my one now cling to forever. Is that Chloe? Is that Chloe? My gosh! Chloe, they should have threw that into Chloe, the Infinity War. Like it's like uh, Loki was a great brother sometimes, except he tried to destroy Earth and he changed the color of my eyebrows. You know, I can see that in, like, uh, in one of those like Thor shorts with his roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that. I've never even thought of that as a conspiracy yep. theory, but I'm totally right. I'll subscribe to that. Did you know that Taika Waititi directed those little shorts? Did he? With Thor? Yeah. yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Pretty neato. Um, Joe Johnston's Captain America the First Avenger mm-hmm. was released in 2011. This was another one just like Thor the premise of the film was probably a little more for people to buy than what the other ones were because here we have a man who fought the Nazis in the 40s and then froze in ice and came back many years later. Now, people do forget that this was made into a film in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one saw it. Well, I don't remember it. <laughs> but this one is the better movie. You know, when I saw this, uh, this was the one that I was most excited for. Mm-hmm. I thought this was the most unique of the ideas that they have. And when I saw it, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I still love it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great it's movie. Um, share. Do you? What did you see this in the? I, I this did. is another one I didn't see in theaters. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just gonna say no. I've seen all of them except for the first Avengers in theaters. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Most of them were opening nights. It's awesome. Did you see this one in theaters? Nope. First one I saw in theaters was Iron Man three. With Zach, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I I recently watched this one in July, on the 4th of July. And, uh... It's appropriate. I don't think I've ever really liked this movie. Really? Never disliked it, but I don't look forward to it that much. When I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is a good time. But afterwards, I don't think about it. It doesn't, like, haunt me in a good way. It's just, um... I don't know, it, it's like a weird, it's a good looking movie, but it's also like s- so cheesy, too. It's definitely the cheesiest. I really like this movie. Like, because the 40s, of the cheesiness, though? Because, well, like, the, just the, the 40s feel and. Well, it's like, cool, but they edit it so weird. There's so much weird slow motion in it. It's like yeah. almost nauseating. It's he, like, I'm like, why. Why are we doing this again? There's like this is the eighth montage I've seen with him. It's not just the throwing a shield; it's cool, but it's like he's always jumping, doing the, you know, he's doing this. 
all the time, the whole movie. And now explain to the you know, audience what you were yeah, doing. I, I had all my limbs like in this Captain America. You know how he jumps across things in slow motion? That's what I'm doing right now. And uh, I, you know, I love Chris Evans. I think they nailed the casting for it. Um, Flame on! Yeah, and uh, I love Red Skull. I think it's super cool. I love Hydra. Um, and I love the, that's a period piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing that they were able to get, like, Hugo as you Weaver? say, all that stuff. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> like, it's amazing you say all that stuff, and they made this into a movie that, like, was actually, like, critically acclaimed and that people actually really enjoyed because mm-hmm. this everything you just said that could have gone so wrong my case in point watch the 1990 version where everything just went wrong with yeah. this idea and, like also the cg for like skinny steve rogers wasn't that bad like it was pretty believable and it was like one of the first to really kind of do something like that mm-hmm. which you have to give a lot of credit for i uh i haven't watched it on blu-ray yet so the last yeah, time i watched yeah. it was on dvd and it didn't look good but i've heard on blu-ray it's a lot better um you know like but you're i think you're kind of right there with the weirdness to it, because mm-hmm. I think one of the positives is, oh, they had Joe Johnson direct, who, you know, he's done these period piece movies before. He did mm-hmm. a, you know, he did The Rocketeer, which mm-hmm. is very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, a similar hero, too. But with that, you get Joe Johnston, who has a very 90s-like mindset for making films, and he mm-hmm. hasn't really changed since then, you know? Like, even when you watch, like, Jurassic Park 3, which mm-hmm. is the other, like, Joe Johnston film I've seen, it's like, it seems a little behind even then, and mm-hmm. that was only two years after the nineties. Yeah. And this movie, with the montages and the you know like the slow motion, like you said, I can I can buy it. Yeah. why it yeah. seems a little like this a little outdated. Mm-hmm. But I just really think yeah, like you said, Chris Evans is great, and I know some people would probably say, oh, what a boring character because he's just the superhero who does everything right. But mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, well, yeah, but that's, like, I, I kind of like that about him. Like, you know, he's just, mm-hmm. I like that there can be a moralistically good guy. Mm-hmm. And this is in the 40s, so your idea of a good guy in the 40s is, oh, yeah, he goes and fights for his country, for America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's great because that same character is challenged in the next movies when you realize it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's, he has to go against America. And yeah, well, even in the first one, though, he's not, like, he's American, but he's not, like... He's still like base. He goes a wall, like in the middle of the movie, and they just wave it because he saves a ton of people. But like he's still, like people call him a boy scout, and when I think of that, like I think it's someone who follows like his leaders, but he doesn't in that movie. If he, he didn't. He'd he still be- he only follows them when they're on when they're doing the right thing. But otherwise, he does stray, and, and then he's the one that's kind of influencing them to do the right thing. So real realistically, by the second half of the movie the u.s government is following captain america to try and rat all the you know hydra bases but if he was just following or does he still be like filming like little shorts and whatever for bonds and stuff because he was just like a mascot yeah and if he was still doing like if he was just listening instead of actually doing something that he knew he could do like like help. he would yeah he, he'd still just be a yeah that's what i'm saying like a lot of people think that he doesn't get like you know badass until the second one but i think he clearly in the first one he gets cool even you know? before that like the scene that i always go to is when he's in the boot camp and he jumps on the grenade mm-hmm. like it's such a good like depiction of like what he is and like what mm-hmm. he's all about i love uh uh shoot nah, i'm not gonna remember his name 
Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's funny in this movie. He's yeah. Awesome. Like, so good. You're like, oh, we need someone, we need a grumpy man to play this general. It's like, <laughs> oh, I know. It's easy. I know the like, guy. Yeah. It's like, who, who, like, it's, it's like the role was made for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to kiss you. <laughs> and, it, and it's like a good period for him, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he fits in so well in the 40s. He reminds me. He seems like everything he says it was improv, too. It sounds like they <laughs> yeah. said, like, like they gave him a script, and then he's like, okay, cool, and then as soon as they weren't looking, he just threw it away. <laughs> and then, like, went into the scene and did it, and then yeah. walked out and was like, I'm not going to record anything else today. And yeah. they just had to keep it, and it was perfect. <laughs> but, First uh, yeah. introduction of Peggy Carter, who would end up getting her own TV show. Mm-hmm. Agent Carter, which I think she's awesome in this movie, too. I, I mean, watched Agent Carter. You know, I never did either. I heard it was good. I, I, that's what I heard. I heard it was good too. Though. I like her in this movie. I just never got to the show, but like, yeah. I like her in this movie, especially after like Iron Man Two and what they did to Black Widow. It's mm-hmm. like <laughs> this one was like so better. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, that's that seems like a better like female. yeah, better female character than whatever you did with Black Widow. And yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but it's just it's because I, I really liked this movie at the time but now that there is so many other movies it yes. just you kind of forget about it yeah because that's the only movie's problem with me at this point is that now you have all these other ones which are just better the other Captain America movies only got better as they went mm-hmm. we have Avengers movies that are better we have other series that are better Guardians of the Galaxy we have all this stuff now so it's like people forget about this and yeah it's just the first Captain America movie like you yeah. kind of have to watch it but like you don't have to and then you have Wonder Woman which you know everyone was like that's ah, kind of exactly like Captain America which yeah but Wonder Woman is better than a, this movie I think so it's like yeah. oh yeah even yeah. that movie is better <laughs> so it's like this movie is just kind of aging as it goes which is too bad yeah the only as much as you could compare and contrast it from Wonder Woman to this one like the one big thing that I... I think Wonder Woman is a better movie, but I don't think Gal Gadot is a good actress at all. And I think Chris Evans acted his heart out in yeah. this. I think he, like, just was almost more emotional that he than he had to be. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't... Like, I don't think Joe Johnson did a good job directing this, and, like, case in point, it was, like, Bucky's death was so unemotional. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen anyone actually feel bad for him you know and then but chris evans still looks pretty distraught you know and like but bucky's death himself looks super crappy and like i don't know that's how that's why i compare it like i think wonder was a better movie but i I still think chris evans is a better actor in his role i I mean in the period piecing of it and then you know just being himself or i guess but I, i disagree with you there about gal gadot but like chris evans and Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, but Chris Evans as Captain America, like, seemed so, like, born for the role in the mm-hmm. same way that, like, Christopher Reeve was born to be, like, Superman. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's gonna be, like, defining Superman. Like, no one's gonna else is gonna do Captain America as well, I don't think. There's just no way. Unless you do something different. John with Krasinski. <laughs> That's I don't think so. I think that's the biggest joke in the world. I I John Krasinski is Captain America. I no him is Mr. Fantastic. I, I oh that didn't make sense. You I thought uh, you say that I'm like I I, I could see that. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's already fan art and stuff. So. Yeah, uh, but as Mr. Fantastic, probably better. I don't have much more to say about Captain America. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. I like Red Skull and I like the science fictiony World War Two stuff a lot, but that's about it. 
I like the ending as well. Mm-hmm. I like the fight scene in the plane is cool with him like he like jumps onto one of those pods and has to fly it back up into the plane. That whole short like minute long sequence is like one of the most entertaining Marvel sequences for me. But yeah, I uh, I like when he the way they um explain how he went from the ice into like the real world mm-hmm. i'm kind of glad they didn't show the whole process of them finding the ice and then melting him down because the whole sequence mm-hmm. was done in the 1990 version i know i keep referencing it but it looks yeah. it looks silly and it, i just to was me it, was it very like uh austin powers-esque <laughs> pretty much <laughs> warm liquid goo phase and then it's like he just walks out of it and he's fine i'm like yeah okay i'm glad in this movie they cut that out mm-hmm. they just cut to him in new york because to me, I'm like, yeah, there's no way to make that not silly. So they made a good choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Number yeah, 12. Uh, that, that, is that what? Number 12 for me. That's where it is for me. Nice. Which is weird, because you, you made yeah. it sound like you really didn't like it, and I'm like praising it. It's also it's number 12 for me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's also, just kidding, it's number 14 for me. Oh, that's close, though. Well, let's yeah. um, move on to the 2012 hit that the world praised around the world. The Dark Knight Rises uh, <laughs> also came out in 2012. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012 also. But, Ugh, okay. Gross. Excuse me. <laughs> we'll, we'll fight about that another day. But uh, Marvel's Marvel's The Avengers, which you, you know what? Mm-hmm. I threw Marvel in there, right? To mm-hmm. make sure you don't get confused from the British TV series The Avengers. <laughs> Just remember, there was a time... In 2012, where the British Avengers were more well-known than Marvel's The Avengers. I'll take you back for a moment. I don't, I've never heard of that before. you never heard of that? No. That is, that's why it's Marvel's The Avengers. They had to do it for worldwide promotion reasons. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Now, now, like, no one even... They're like, the British what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yeah, more people call it Marvel's The Avengers instead of just, like, Avengers or Avengers 1. But when they need to clarify, they always say Marvel's The Avengers. I'm talking about Marvel's The Avengers. Ah, oh, the, the British series is so great. It's like, no, no one remembers that. Well, I loved The Avengers. I didn't see it in theaters. I remember watching it, I think, at Rachel Barrett's house for the first time. And uh, thinking that, like... Because I had seen all the other movies by now, but I wasn't, like, hooked on superhero movies. I really liked the Dark Knight stuff that was going on. But um, other than that, like... I was really getting into like Christopher Nolan and other movies. I wasn't taking superhero movies seriously. And then when I saw that movie, I saw how well they tied it all in together. I was like on board to watch superhero movies and like really get into them. And uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I was bummed out that I missed the seeing in theaters because when I saw it at like we red boxed at our house, um, I was like, oh my gosh, like I missed out. Like this is going to be this is our Star Wars, you know, like, this is, in 30 years, this is gonna be yeah. as big or way bigger than Star Wars was for our parents 30 years ago, mm-hmm. like, this will be the thing that you should have been on board, you should have seen this in theaters, and I was mad, because <laughs> I, I realized it, and even just because I I knew <laughs> I had the opportunity to be a part of it, and I didn't, so, um, but I freaking loved it, I thought it was really good, um, I loved... The, the beginning is a little weird for me. It's a little bit cheesy off the bat with um, Zellwig and Loki and and the weird stuff in like the right in the beginning in the, that base 
the shield base wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from then on, it's like just I'm riding high. But for some reason, that little it's that first little bit is like a weird little hump to get over for mm-hmm. me. But uh, I love love Nick Fury. I love um, all of uh, Mariah Hill and her parts. I think she's super cool. Um, and uh, I love Loki in it. I think he's obviously changes a lot by the time you get to even Thor the Dark World. He's way different. Mm. Um, but I love the way that they all mix together. I thought it was just a very good comic book movie, and they did a really good job of like showing all of the the uh, friction between the team members, you know? And yeah. they kind of work it into the storyline, like, like Loki was engineering all of that tension. Mm-hmm. But even if they hadn't, like that still makes for a really good movie and i don't know if it was before recording or not but you know i think to like why i try and think of why justice league failed so bad because i think it was horrendous and awful yeah um but i'm like why does something who is basically directed by the same person like how could it be so different you know and i don't know who wrote it if it was Zack snyder who wrote it or what but i think because they had so much like inter-team fighting between the members you know between like the hulk chasing down black widow in the helicarrier or you have um uh they're all arguing and and uh bruce banner picks up the scepter Mm -hmm. at one point and then um obviously when when captain america and iron man and thor are all fighting out in the woods and like (laughs) They really amp up all the tension, and they show you that they don't want to be together, and they're willing to fight each other to get away, you know? And they're all there for completely, really separate means, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, yeah, I just think it's it works well as a as a movie, and then as a comic book movie, it's, they did a good job bringing it to the screen. And the whole New York fight, I think, is really fun. My one discrepancy with that movie, I think, at all is Captain America's outfit is the ugliest piece of garbage I've ever seen. (laughs) It, for some reason, I don't know why they chose to do that. It's like a tube sock. It's like... (laughs) It is is an ugly tube sock sock from Target. I think they did that because they thought it would photograph better alongside all the other heroes, but now it just looks like a very strange cardboard cutout that was colored Mm. by markers by a child yeah like, it, it looks, looks like weird. a kindergarten project it look, like it's they said hey we're gonna make cheap. this man an outfit and like, <laughs> i don't know why it looks so cheap but it does mm-hmm. and it's sad but i get what you mean i haven't seen the avengers on uh, theaters either i didn't either it was the only one i haven't seen which kind of makes me mad just like solo i haven't seen that one yet either i don't know why i didn't realize it was like the biggest thing going on i think it's just because people at school were talking about mm-hmm. it and i didn't really go on the yeah, internet. Yeah, it was that so much promoted, and mm-hmm. just I didn't feel like a rush to get to it because everyone was talking about it. I felt like I'd already seen it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my whole thing about it was by the time I did see it, I mean, I did see it when it came out on video, but it felt like it was overhyped for me. Mm-hmm. I was expecting this is the greatest superhero movie of all time. It changed everything. It did change everything, but it's not the greatest superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing right away was there wasn't really anything going on. Like, I get it. It's like, oh, there's a big attack going to New York. Mm-hmm. But as far as the mythology of the characters, there's not really much developed. There's not really many character-defining moments. There's a lot of fan service, which is awesome. I, the fan service is good. And then a lot of the interactions between the characters, 
you know, you make the comparison to Justice League, yeah, it's way better. Like, and it's, mm-hmm. they're good. This is exactly what you would expect. You know, it's good writing there, but the whole movie to me just felt like, yeah, one big battle. And I just wasn't too interested in it. Now, I, I have seen it multiple times, and it, it gets better as mm-hmm. I've watched yeah. it. But I think it was just because it was so hyped up for me. And it was before I was really on the Marvel train. Like, I still mm-hmm. hadn't seen any of these in theaters. And this is another one. I don't know. I didn't go to movie theaters apparently that much back then. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to say now, but... <laughs> I did, but usually just it would be with, like, a girl that I thought was cool. I would go and see a movie with them or with Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Quite yeah. the player, man. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's the only time I went to go girl. see. <laughs> but, hey, girl. Want to go yeah. Avengers? Wait, so you said you didn't think that... You thought it was all one big fight... And you said that there wasn't a whole lot of character development in it? I don't think... There's character interactions and the relationships are developed, Mm -hmm. but their characters themselves, I didn't think, were developed as much as their movies. Really? Visually developed them. I really... Oh, visually? Or just, like, actual, like, their narrative? Their storylines, yeah. I just don't really think anything has progressed. Like, to me... (laughs) I mean... Besides the fact that, yeah, I guess this is kind of where Thanos is introduced, and this is Mm -hmm. kind of important to Loki. To me, like, I feel like you could take this movie out, and it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I know it. Really? Because it's New York (laughs) a lot. Listen, listen, it leads into the other movies. Like, it it continues stuff into Phase 2. And all the Phase 2 movies are really good, and it goes into a lot of their character development. You know, Winter Soldier, a lot of... His motivations and uh, character changes are based on what happened in Avengers. Iron Man three. Is Iron Man three is pretty much a sequel to it, Avengers, yeah. and a lot of stuff that happens in Infinity. Uh, well, in uh, Age of Ultron, especially mm-hmm. with like Hulk, who we haven't seen since the first Avengers. You know, a lot of his storylines continued from there, along with Black Widow's. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, I still feel like none of that's really there in the Avengers. It sets it all up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is. Like, it just still feels like a big setup. But it doesn't. It doesn't hinge on the setups the way Iron Man 2 did like it just sets things up but there's also still like a really enjoyable you know summer blockbuster in there mm-hmm. and that's the way I see the movie it's like it's just a summer blockbuster but mm-hmm. there's nothing really more to talk about like people telling me this is the greatest superhero movie ever I'm like no did you watch Iron Man I think it is though did you watch not Iron the greatest but I think it's up there with them. it's it's great but to me like especially now with all these other mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe films and with the Dark Knight trilogy and with like the original Spider-Man trilogy still I'm like I feel like those are all better but that's mostly me going off mm-hmm. the fact that it was hyped up way too much yeah mm-hmm. I mean like I, yeah I, I was not into superhero movies so I was not noticing the hype you know but that's because I wasn't noticing hype with any other movie either you know but yeah I don't know I loved it I, I thought there was an insane amount of character development. Yeah, like this were, is like like maybe not individually like a lot. Yeah, like, I think individually there was a ton. Yeah. Like Captain America, like he at first is like all on board of supporting Shield, and then he gets a little bit of doubt and planted into him by um, yeah. Bruce and and Tony Stark, and then he goes on like this little secret mission, investigates, and finds that Shield has been creating hydro weapons based off of the energy from the Tesseract and like mm-hmm. he's like no this isn't cool like I'm in charge we're not gonna go this way this route you know yeah. and I think Tony Stark has a ton of development and like learning how to be a 
team player, you know? Yeah. And it sounds cheesy, but it's well, really well enacted where he actually gets emotional that's for, like, what the first time. Getting like getting into is, like, the, the relation, like, the family dynamic, like, grew a lot. Like, with yeah. him becoming a team player and mm-hmm. whatever, and them just interacting. Like, I, I think it was on, I, for me, I see it, too, as a personal change. Because okay. by the time you get to Iron Man 3, he's... Not just different because he's been with other people, but he's he himself has encountered a lot. He realized yeah. for the first time that Earth science isn't the only thing that he has to be scared. Of. Now he has to be scared of space science, mm-hmm. and you can they flesh it out yeah. almost too much in Iron Man three. <laughs> but uh, I think the only ones for me that I don't see character development with is Thor. I don't see he doesn't really change mm-hmm. like character wise, and then Bruce Banner doesn't really change a whole lot character wise. But pretty much everyone else in the movie that I can think of, well, including of Loki, kind of... has like a severe, either a time of doubt or regret or of hope, you know, and, and the, the knowledge of needing change and that can I think happen. the th- three big ones are Cap, Tony, and Loki, mm-hmm. and like, Hawkeye's not really fledged out until the second Avengers, <laughs> really. He's decent, like, though. I, well, I, I do... mean, most of the time he's just, like, mm-hmm. mind control. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's that's my other one little thing is like it's a bummer that pretty much right away he turns evil, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't get to see him, you like, know, be cool. Because no one remembered that they had just seen him in Thor. They're <laughs> well, just like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't worry, he was he was introduced and we learned all about this character in yeah. Thor, and I'm like, no, we didn't. Like yeah. he was yeah. being swung around in the yeah. box. Yeah. That was dumb. But, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess those three are pretty fleshed out, and I guess Black Widow mm-hmm. a little bit too. Yep, yep, she gets pretty emotionally wrecked for a while <laughs> so nice. yeah i like it i like it a lot yeah. this is my uh number five this is my number 13 um, it is my number 10 it's my number seven nice. we have a hulk <laughs> that's good. that man's playing <laughs> Yeah, that man's playing out. Yeah, that was completely <laughs> improvised. Yeah, and they found B-roll of some guy looking nervous, and then just photoshopped Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of improvised stuff on that one. Oh, I'm trying to think of some of the other Eating stuff. The swarm or whatever. Yeah, the swarm. <laughs> that wasn't that. That was actually they'd finished most of like editing, and then they because it was after they were done shooting for a while, they called everyone back for reshoots, and that's the only scene that they reshot. Chris Evans had to cover up his beard, yeah. so it's like why he's kind of hiding. <laughs> yeah. But it's like funny that they had, they called everyone back for a reshoot, and that's all they did is they destroyed a cafe and had them in complete costume just to sit there for like a yeah. couple of seconds. It's good. But I couldn't yeah. believe though we're we're all we're done with phase one. That yes, was, phase one. Phase one complete. It was it was funny though. Like I will say, just with phase one, no one really realized what this whole thing was going to be until Avengers, which surprises me still. Yep. Just kind of being a little off the internet grid at the time so I don't really have mm-hmm. much to say about what the culture was like at that point mm. but it definitely seemed like from what I've read it doesn't seem like people really realize oh now it's a thing I, as yep. lot, most audiences not just I, comic book fans everybody mm-hmm. realized wow like this is gonna be like a thing now people are I on board I like knew about this whole Avengers thing at either end credits of Hulk or Iron Man or whatever just because I played the video game, what's that game called again? We were talking uh, about. It. I think it's just called Marvel's Alliance. Yeah, and I played that a lot as a kid, and I was like, mm-hmm. Ultimate Alliance is what it's <laughs> yeah. called. Yeah. I was like, that'd be so cool if they did that. They just have all the Marvel heroes. Well, in that they have X Men too. You know, yeah. So you can play X-Men as are all of them. But 
I yeah, but like it's weird to me because I I knew about it just from reading about it. It's funny I read about I read about the Avengers happening, but I didn't read about like what everyone's reaction was to it. And modern audience, uh, what am I saying? Modern like the general audience didn't really figure it out until after the Avengers because you can even just look at box office numbers. Iron Man yeah. three, which came out after, made one point two billion. Yeah, dollars <laughs> made like, a lot. And think about that for a second. So you know, because you know, of course, Avengers made one point five billion. Had tons of praise from the critics and from good word of mouth, and the fact that it was just a movie, like I said, a good summer blockbuster, mm-hmm. simple story. It's fun, and it has you know some good character uh, relationships in it. But if you look at the money the other ones made, like Captain America made three seventy million dollars. Uh, the Thor movie made four hundred million, which now I might want to have a heart attack because Thor made more money than uh, the first Captain America, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man two only made six hundred million dollars, and um, Iron Man the first one made five hundred. So it's just if you look at the numbers, it's crazy then that Iron Man three came out and it made one point two billion. Like, that is a lot of money compared to the others. So you realize that right after Avengers, like, people are like, oh, like, Mm -hmm. because after that, basically every single movie made about either, (laughs) like, 600 or more million dollars each time. Mm -hmm. So what'd you think of the podcast? Do you agree that Iron Man has aged well in the last 10 years? Do you think Incredible Hulk is overlooked? Do you think Thor sucks or do you agree with Chloe and think it's one of the best in the franchise? Leave a comment on the podcast and write us at social media at Cinema Swamp on Twitter and at Cinema Swamp on Instagram. Thanks for listening and remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp. Have care how you speak. Loki is beyond reason, but he is of Asgard, and he is my brother. He killed 80 people in two days. He's adopted.